What's going on, everybody? This is Coach Steve, and you are listening to the Cornerstone Athletics Podcast. I'm excited to be here as always. I'm glad that you are tuning in, and I want to start this thing off by letting you know I lied, and I'm sorry. I told you we would do these on Sunday and Wednesday, and we'd get on Facebook on Fridays in the groups and get interactive, but this is a special occasion. If you listened yesterday, you know the Chiefs were in the AFC Championship. And if you watch the AFC Championship or any of the highlights, you know the Chiefs won the AFC Championship and we are going back to the Super Bowl. Third time in four years. That's a big deal. I'm excited. Uh, I was I was so calm and so stoic during the whole game. You would have thought I was dead. Um, I'm joking. I had spent most of the game telling the girls that they were fine. We were fine. Everything was fine. You know, like that burn that uh, meme where the house is on fire and <laughs> the dog is sitting there saying, yeah, this is fine. Everything's fine. But um, big game, man. We pulled it out. We got it done. And uh, that's exciting. You know, um, it's it's been exciting five years. Since, uh, you know, Mahomes has been at the helm of the offense and the leader of the team. And uh, this is really exciting if you've been a Kansas City fan for uh, any extended amount of time beyond five years. Because if you have been, then, you know, this is definitely um, a special era in Chiefs history. Uh, I know we won a Super Bowl way back when. With uh, Lynn Dawson, you know, RIP. And, you know, from there, we've kind of spent a good deal of our existence on the mediocrity boat, you know, um, losing games we shouldn't lose, you know, winning some some games we shouldn't win. But all in all, uh, just kind of middle of the pack, average at best type deal. And even in those, you know, special years where we would go, I remember uh, vividly this 13 and three picture, like those numbers burned in my mind of like, we're 13 and three, 13 and three. And we get bounced in the first round, (laughs) you know, by the Steelers or by, you know, Peyton Manning and the Colts and, you know, never kind of getting over that hump of getting, you know, beyond that. So the fact that We've won a Super Bowl. Um, we've been to two. This is going to be the third one. Um, this is this is special. My girls have no idea uh, what they're growing up in. Just like a lot of kids around Kansas City, you know, if you're if you're elementary school age, you you have no idea how fun this is. You know, it's almost like they're accustomed to. Yeah, we're good and uh, everything's great. We're going to win. We're going to do it. So. Big win last night. Really excited about it. And, um, you know, I'm doing this podcast just because it's a perfect example, I guess, of, you know, for me, when I look at the business of the game, when I look at big time sports, man, what a what a way to get it done at one of the highest levels. It was not a pretty game. I think I find myself learning um, more and more uh, that I'm jaded, you know by the 50 point 40 point games that we used to put up 
and I need to give us more credit for just winning football games. And that's ultimately it, right? Like, you know, no matter what team you might be on, the the ultimate goal is to win and advance. Win and advance, if that sounded that sounded weird in my head. I don't know if I said that right, but that's the ultimate goal. So no matter if it's, you know, we score 45 points or we score 23, we got the job done, especially at, you know, when you're playing the best teams in the league or in the country, depending on whatever level it is. It's about getting the job done. And you saw a lot of guys uh, last night finding a way to get it done. You know, Patrick Mahomes, one leg, you know, nobody knew if he was going to play. I mean, in Kansas City, you knew he was going to play, but, you know, all the noise that goes around, you know, these games, is Kelsey going to play? Is Mahomes going to play? Yeah, they're going to play. <laughs> but, you know, going out there, it's cold. We're losing receivers. I don't even know what happened to all of our receivers, but we were down to three receivers. Uh, and, you know, Chris Jones in that defense, good grief. What a way to show up. What a way to make the plays, get hits on Burrow. We got turnovers. I mean, it was just all in all what you want to see your team in high-pressure situations be able to do. You know, top to bottom. Top to bottom, that's what you want from a coaching standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint. You want these boys or these gals, in this case we're talking about football, to go out there and be able to perform and just find a way to make a play. You know, and I, and I think we did it well on all three phases of the game. You know, we got some big returns. We made some big defensive plays. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, our strongest weapon, which is our offense, found a way to score more points. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Uh, I hate when games come down to field goals, but at the end of the day, that's what these these folks work to do and they get paid to do is to to make plays in, in pressure situations. So it was great. I'm excited. I, I had to just, you know, get on here and, and, and talk some talk because being a being a former competitor, this is the moment that you relish because you rewind. 18, 19, 20 weeks ago, whatever it was, we weren't supposed to make the playoffs. Kansas City's not going to make the playoffs. Kansas City Chiefs can't survive without Tyreek Hill. You know, the new team to beat is the Buffalo Bills, and Joe Burrow's got Patrick Mahomes' number, and the San Diego Chargers, and oh, this Raiders team is, they're they're, going to be a force to be reckoned with. What about those Broncos? I want everybody on one of them talk shows. I'm watch. I'm a watch. I better talk about how great the Chiefs are and how great Mahomes is and all of this stuff that y'all decided to just blow over. You try the idea that in the media you can just blow over reality is beyond me. If you haven't noticed, I'm a realist. Like I'm a very objective, like realist. So I'll give I'll give the Bengals the credit that they're due. Um, you know, that was one of the few names that should have been mentioned in terms of an obstacle for the Mahomes and the Chiefs because we hadn't beat them. Like, again, I'm not overly emotional about it. It's the truth. 
here's the other part of the truth that they continued to not mention for dramatic effect. We're talking about three point. Like, I think the total, if I'm not mistaken, was like nine points between the three games that we lost to them. It wasn't like we were losing by 50 points and 20 points and nothing like that. Coming down, again, just like anything when you're playing two good teams, coming down to a play here or there. The last time we lost to him, Kelsey, you know, fumbled the ball. And that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So, other than that, I want to make sure we get our due respect, even if it's just for me, of being the team to beat still. It's bizarre to me. We have never not been the team to beat because for five years, you've had to come through Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. And three of those five years now, including this one, we were the team that's going. Our quarterback did it with, you know, obviously he had both legs, but we know that ankle sprain is no joke. He did it with not all of his receivers. The coaches had to find a way to make this offense continue to go. The defense had to make plays. And we have a secondary full of rookies. That was impressive to me, being a former, you know, secondary guy at one point in my career. To be in that stage at that le- like I think about how bad some of our defenses have been in the past with, you know, veterans. The fact that we were, you know, any game you can expect big plays to be given up because they get paid too. They got good players too. But for those those young guys to go out there and make those plays, hats off to them. Man. And it was a nail biter and it came down to the final seconds and we ended up on top. And I I guess, you know, for me, one, I I wake up this Monday morning extremely happier than I would have been uh, if we had not won. And I I don't get as, as much as I enjoy sports and as much as I, you know, look at sports from a like a coach's lens. And, you know, I just I don't get overly wrapped up in it. You know, like I, I enjoy it because at the end of the day, like I told you before, it changed my life. I enjoy it because these men and women that go out there and do this stuff at the highest levels sacrifice a lot to do it. Um, the bravery it takes to exist in this fishbowl, you know, that's what we would call it, a fishbowl where like you're just in the little bowl and everybody looks at you and all of that stuff and hits the glass and all of that, the criticism that they take. Um, I got respect for it. You know, at the end of the day, that's like my true heart for, you know, athletes is I got respect for what they do. I got respect for what coaches do. Um, and, but you know, like I wouldn't have died. (laughs) Maybe a little bit, I would have died if we would have lost, but like, it's, it is, man, it's, it's a big deal. You know, uh, our sports teams being good in Kansas City for the last almost decade. Uh, I know the Royals have kind of tapered off dramatically, but we got, you know, a great soccer team. Royals won a World Series, you know, 2015 or 2016, or they went back to back and they won one of them. And then since Mahomes have taken over, we've been, you know, unbelievably uh, good. 
great, uh, I'll say. And for as loyal as our fan base is, man, this stuff changes the city. Like, the city is changing because of this. So it's, it's a cool experience. It's, it's awesome. I just wanted to get on here and, and, you know, send some love, send some shout outs to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs organization and, you know, all that they've done. Because much like we talk about on here, uh, we talked about the Cornerstone Way last time. I think what we're witnessing is also a excellent uh, display of leadership. You know, you think back to the last Super Bowl we went to, which I think was two years ago, I believe. Um, we got we got railed. I mean, we got it wasn't even, and, and of course, yes, it was injuries. I, it's not not a it's not a debate, but but I mean, the reality is we got throttled, and in those situations, you can do one of two things: you can do nothing, or you can do something. And the Chiefs decided. The Chiefs' leadership said, we will never put our quarterback in that situation again if we can prevent it. They spent a half a billion dollars to get Patrick Mahomes protection, better protection, so he could be who he had demonstrated to us he's capable of being. Um, In a situation where we couldn't work out uh, the deal with Tyreek Hill, you know, our star receiver. I wish that would have worked, but at the end of the day, Business is business, and it's just that simple. He commanded a certain price point, and we couldn't. It's only so much money to go around, and, you know, we made the best move we could make. But they found pieces to get around our quarterback so he could be able to be who he is capable of being. And they've continued to do that. Like, they continue to make moves. They continue to put pieces and grab this person and draft well. And that's, um, in my opinion, it's difficult to have this kind of success when you don't have great leadership. And as much as this is about the Chiefs, this is also about a real life example about the importance of leadership. When you have great leadership in your organization, when you have great leadership, and, you know, whether that's a school or a college, uh, when you have great leadership, you know, at the helm of your team, not just players as well, but coaches, good things tend to happen. And it's not magical. It's not just this, oh, luck sweeping over you. It's because you continually do the right things the right way. And when you do that, it's hard for good things to not happen to you. It really is. It's, it's difficult for good things to not happen when you have a great leader um, in your organization leading somewhere, a great quarterback, a great general manager, a great owner. It's just hard. A great athletic director. It's hard to not have success because everything that you're doing is from a, a, a place of excellence. Everything that you're doing is for the, the mission that's outside of, you know, that person or that team. It's like, how can we put this whole thing in motion and go out there and be 
one of the most dominant teams in the NFL, uh, in the NFL. And, you know, man, I'm, I'm just proud. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to uh, the Super Bowl against the Eagles. I think there'll be plenty of storylines for people to feed into. But either way, Kansas City, um, celebrate, enjoy it. And then let's make sure that I think it's in Arizona, Phoenix, I believe. You know, Kansas City's known to travel well. So, you know, we got another one to travel to. If you ain't traveling, make sure you fire up those smokers and those grills because it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good game. And I think we'll come out on top. We got to get everybody healthy. We got to get everybody dialed in playing Andy Reid's former team. Uh, the Kelsey brothers are going to be going and going at it, going at each other. Um, it'll it'll be a blast. So, either way, happy Monday. This is uh, Coach Steve. Just wanting to check in. This is like a bonus deal. This is just you know the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to another Super Bowl, and we need to celebrate and show as much love as possible. So, uh, we'll pick back up on Wednesday. Until then, we'll talk soon.